Welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. This week, John Knapp is with me in the green room, and we're going to be talking about a very well-known passage and uh, an often misused passage, Philippians 4.13. Uh, last week, I had Pastor Brett come in. We talked about Matthew 18, putting uh, verses 15 through 20 into context, giving uh, some examples of how it was misused in ways, yeah. how different people have looked at it and uh, maybe misinterpreted what was actually being said there. And Brett just put it into context, gave us uh, a couple minutes to um, focus on that to give us really what Jesus was saying in Matthew 18. So this week, uh, we're going to go Philippians 4.13. And John, go ahead, take it away. You can read um, the parts that you want to read, and then uh, I'll probably ask you some follow-up questions. Yeah, so uh, Philippians, the book of Philippians is the uh, is the book of the Bible that's commonly known as the uh, the jail cell, uh, jail cell, not sale, jail, jail cell uh, epistle, which is, it's a letter that Paul wrote from jail. So he's imprisoned as he writes this letter. So it's, so he's not making $240 million on the basketball court. No, no. His Got circumstances <laughs> is are probably cold and dark and lonely and hungry. Hungry. I mean, his circumstances are not probably is, sick. Right. Tired, you know, uh, uncomfortable. So the joy is a word that is found throughout the entire book of Philippians. Joy being that thing that the Christian has in Jesus and that joy is found truly there and not anywhere else. And that's kind of where he's landing the plane, if you will, in in Philippians chapter 4. So verse 10 talks uh, about God's provision in life throughout all circumstances. So it says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now at length, you have revived your concern in me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Now that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to bound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret says the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So this is a passage that ultimately is talking about drawing our strength from Christ. That uh, in any and every circumstance, whether it is, you know, plenty or little, uh, that, that source of strength and joy, contentment, all of it comes through a relationship with Jesus. The hymn in this particular passage is Jesus. And so finding all of our, 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 our strength in him. And Paul was a guy who had his fair share of sufferings. I mean, we know that Paul was beaten. He was imprisoned. He was shipwrecked. Uh, he was driven out of cities. You know, he, he, he was a guy who definitely was wounded for the cause of Christ in many ways. And so he he understood what it what, what it meant to in some seasons of his life to have have everything he needed and then more, you know, to to have a nice warm meal and a dry place to sleep and you know, uh, you know, all the amenities if you will. But at the same time he's also experienced life where he's had the other and he's saying here in this passage that I've learned the secret to this life and recognizing that my circumstances don't take my dictate my joy it's it's really my my joy and and everything that i'm facing i draw strength in the hard times from my relationship with jesus and so uh it, it's not 
uh, it's not a passage that we take and we apply it to whatever personal thing we're going through in terms of like uh, our job or you know our 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 hobbies or what's one of the most common ways you've seen it misinterpreted or misused mostly in sports you know uh i can do yeah i don't really mean to make fun of steph curry for having a bible verse on his shoes i mean it's great that he's got a bible verse on his shoes but i think sometimes when we've got the got a passage like that that's just like or i mean a lot of people i've seen so many people have that tattooed on them sure um, and it's like it just gives you the one verse what's the context of it you're not looking at it as oh well paul's talking about all the things you're versus if you just go a couple verses before like you did gives you a little more context of what Paul's talking about there. Not right. that you have some superhuman ability to do something because mm-hmm. you're a Christian. Right. And that's the kind of, that's the hijacking of the verse, I think, is this, this thought process then that you can, you can literally do anything. Like you can, you can win the lottery. You can, you know, jump off this building. You can lift this car. I mean, that might be a little bit of a silly way to think about it, mm-hmm. but I do think that there have been ways in which people have taught this passage in such a way that have given people the false assumption that there's literally no limit to your power. And the reality is you do have limits. Mm -hmm. You cannot do everything, like everything in the sense of whatever you decide to do. I mean, that's just, you can't. But what this passage is talking about is it's talking about the circumstances of your life you can endure the circumstances of this life, whether it's great or whether it's not great, because of the strength that you can draw in a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not that you can hit that three-pointer when there's four seconds left to go. Jesus doesn't care about you necessarily winning that game, right? He cares about your heart being in surrender to him and your dependence to be on him. And the the whole verse you know, has to be put into the context of, you know, it's about enduring circumstances, you know. Uh, he, the secret that he's found is that, you know, in Christ, you know, he can do all things. What are those all things? Well, uh, you know, he can, he can, you know, forgive the person who's, who's wronged them. Right. You know, he can be content with the things that he has because he knows God is his provider and that, you know, he, you know, had he been given more or had, had his circumstances changed, maybe his heart would have been turned towards idolatry and being more caught up in the materialistic side of things. What, what does that mean? It means that when we lose a loved one, you know, that we can draw strength through Christ, knowing that, you know, there's a promise of eternity for those who are in Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. So life throws us so many circumstances and we have good days and we have bad days. And the point of this verse is to say the secret to getting through the bad days and even the good days to humble yourself is that it's truly Christ who gives you the strength to to do and face all those things. Yeah. there's. That, I don't know if you know, the. Uh, there's another basketball player. His name's Jonathan Isaac. Do you know Jonathan Isaac? Was he the guy that didn't kneel? Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote a book a called Why I Stand. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, so he he didn't play in a game for nearly three years um, after, so he didn't kneel, and then a couple games later tore his ACL. Okay. And then like blew out his hamstring during the recovery, so it was just years before he could play. Yeah. The entire time he was sitting out, he's basically become like a a, pre- a pastor, and that's really? what he wants to do. He He plays basketball, but he really, he wants to be in ministry, and he started ministries and stuff, but he talked about Philippians 4.13, while he was going through all that, because that's a really frustrating thing players can go through, athletes can go through, putting it in that context, mm-hmm. is you get injuries and you're like, man, I worked so hard for this. And then, 
you know, something, your knee blows out. And the entire time you might think like, man, I feel really bad for that guy. But every time, cause I follow mm-hmm. him on Instagram and stuff and he would talk about verses like this and he'd be saying stuff like, uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me for him. He's not saying like, I can get better and get back on the basketball court. He's more saying what you're, you've been talking about. I can find joy in Christ in no matter what the circumstance is, and he's going to find joy in it. And what mm-hmm. he ends up doing is he writes a book, which is awesome. I read the book. It's really good. Oh, cool. Um, he's ministered to a lot of people, and I think like him using his own relationship with Christ to show, I don't find my identity in basketball. I don't find my identity in fame. He finds his identity in Christ. He finds his joy in Christ and yeah. all that. And it was just putting it into like a... Um, just a bet. I mean, a better context of of yeah. what just reading the verse and being like, like you said, I can hit that three pointer with yeah. four seconds left or whatever it is. Right. You know, it's uh, Paul's not interested in you know you you know having a um, you know an earthly abundance. I guess is a way like he, like all the things of life to make it better. Uh, he's more interested in our contentment. You know, he wants us to focus on the contentment of, of everything. So I'm thinking like, you know, moms who are listening to this, grandparents, um, you know, singles, dads, uh, you know, college age students, anybody like, like what you're facing right now and your, your situation, like God is wanting to forge within you a dependence on him and a contentment that he is enough. And when you face this life and you feel like, you know, they're like, it's not enough. You have to, you know, look inside and, and, and recognize the contentment that you find, the strength that you'll draw in a relationship with Jesus. I mean, that's truly, that's truly the, the essence of this, this whole entire thing. He says, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstance, I've learned the secret, you know, the secret to this life, because we can drive ourselves crazy, you know, um, saying the what ifs and, and also going through, you know, different scenarios and things in our minds of, of, of what could have been, but, you know, we we're living the life we are right now and, you know, don't drive yourself crazy. Learn the secret, you know, that you can face, endure all things, no matter what you're facing right now, um, in the strength of Christ yeah. within you. And he ends this this section in, in Philippians 4 with, uh, in verse 19, where he says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I'm kind of throwing this at you randomly here, but yeah. I just saw that while we're reading through it. Um, yeah, how do yeah. we put that into the context of what he's talking about? Well, it's, again, talking about this idea of our needs, you know, so provision from God. And, you know, he, he knows what our needs are, and he's going to provide those needs. And it's, it's again, finding the contentment. Um, recognizing, you know, all that you need is found in, in him. And, you know, there's going to be days when we need strength. Um, there's every day we need strength to, to, to face what we're, what we're going through. And when we, you know, turn to Christ and we recognize that he's our source of strength and that through all things, he's going to lead us. He's going to guide us. He's going to direct us to where the peace is found, to where the joy is found, to where, the contentment is found. I mean, that's truly, you know, our compass in which we, we turn to Christ and he leads us towards, you know, a, a better way uh, yeah. as opposed to being self-led and, you know, worry, anxiety, you know, um, being discontent, angry, bitter, you know, all of those things. Paul, so Paul does in Second Corinthians 11, um, he says, five times I received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes less one. 
Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and day and a day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers. Like he kind of goes on here about different circumstances mm-hmm. he's faced. And then to know that that's, that's coming from the same person that's saying that he's found the secret to contentment is pretty amazing. So like not to downplay anything that anyone's going through, because obviously what Paul went through there, I don't think anyone here is receiving 39 lashes, but right. whatever it is that you're facing in your life, maybe you just didn't sleep well last night and you got a big meeting or something and you just don't know if you've got the strength to yeah. get through the meeting. It's not about, oh, because you have, because Christ, you're going to be able to, you know, be awesome or whatever. It's just that you can find contentment yeah, and you don't need to be in a, in a place of suffering. You can have joy because Christ is with you. Yeah, I mean, totally. And, and so much of this life and, and our performance aspect of it, if you will, of how we do in this life is directly pinned back to how have you prepared for yeah. it? You know what I mean? I mean, you can't, like I tell my son all the time, this isn't a Bible verse you use to pray right before you have your spelling test if you haven't, you know. Right, if yeah, you, if, studied. if you have the study, I mean, this is, this is not what it means, you know? It's not like, okay. That's I, a great one. I, oh, I man, I, I didn't study, but I could do all things. Right. It, it, there's the aspect of us, you know, definitely preparing ourselves. And then in our preparation, you know, we, we, we see the outcome of how much we put in. And Christ gives us the strength for, you know, enduring that. But it's not like Christ is going to be the denominator in which he's going to give you the perfect outcome right. that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, he's looking to, you know, forge your heart into being more content in who he is and all of your circumstances that you face. And so, like you said, like heading into a, a, a meeting, yeah, I mean, hopefully you prepared for that meeting. But the strength in which to endure some of the stress of it, you know, or the worry of if it doesn't go right or, or you know, how it could, you know, impact your future. I mean, you got to let those go and kind of just trust that, you know, hey, whatever comes my way, whatever circumstance I face, whether it's great or whether it's not great, I'm going to put my trust in Jesus and I'm going to draw my strength from him and he's going to allow me to endure this um, for the next day. Awesome. John, thanks for doing this. Um, again, if anybody, if you have a verse that you want uh, one of our pastors here to put into context this way, email podcast at springhills.org. Uh, we've got a few more coming up in the next few weeks. Garrett Ward's going to be doing one, and uh, so is John Barrett. And then I think we'll go back around, and Brett will come in and do another one. Uh, John, thanks for coming in and, and doing this one. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Thanks.